0: Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Michelle from Star to Star join us. Michelle, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience.
1: Great. Hi, everyone. I'm Michelle Accardi. I'm the president and chief revenue officer of Star to Star, a Sangoma company, and Star to Star is a communications company that is able to handle all of your cloud communications and collaboration needs, whether that means you need assistance with communications on-premise, with an SD-WAN, or directly all in the cloud, uh, as well as any other cloud needs you might have with regards to bringing a secure workspace that has communications all baked in to your organization. So, enabling you to get all your applications and communications and collaborations in the cloud via our connected workspace. So, that's what Start a Star does. Happy to be here today
0: extremely happy to have you as well you have a wide range of experience and i want to click into some of the things that you've done along the way during this conversation but you have a ton of experience leading teams across the business including marketing sales and operations so i'd love to understand from you michelle how does this experience across many types of revenue facing roles really kind of influence your approach as a revenue leader
1: well You know, it's important to me as a revenue leader to know that whatever I'm going to sell uh, is going to be able to be implemented and give a really, really good customer experience. So having been in all of those different roles, I've really learned how important it is that an organization becomes a well-oiled machine between its operational back end and the message Uh, it puts out into the market and the promise that it makes to its customers.
0: Absolutely. Now, you also, in a recent interview, I saw that you stated one of your secrets to success is empathy. So how does empathy improve your effectiveness as a revenue leader?
1: Well, first of all, we're all human. We all (laughs) have different stressors and challenges, whether in business or in, in personal life. So for me, being an empathetic listener, um, and someone who can relate to the different challenges that my employees, that my partners, that my customers have, uh, really make me more effective. Uh, Again, because I can come at, at solving problems from the perspective of those employees, customers, and partners. At different times in our lives, we all go through different stressors. And I think that when you're a leader, is someone who you can confide in and can explain where you're having troubles and that person can be honest and open and transparent with you around where they may have also overcome challenges Uh, can be very uplifting. Again, whether that's leading uh, an organization or whether that's partnering uh, and helping a business grow, being able to share the pains and trials and tribulations, uh, I think make people closer. Uh, And that's why I think empathy is so important.
0: I love that and I think you're spot on. It's absolutely critical. How can teams across the revenue organization embrace and utilize empathy with customers to improve the customer experience that you've been talking about up until this point?
1: Well, first I think it's just leaning in to understanding what are the customer's pain points why are they talking to you right now? What What's the thing that they're trying to solve versus saying, I have this thing that I'm trying to sell. Take a step back and say, what problem are you trying to solve? And also understanding the impact that it might be having on a customer, because you might find out that if that project doesn't get done, you know, that person may be on the line uh, or that they're experiencing some other uh, challenge that's tying up their time. Uh, and, And again, the more personally you can get to know people and share experience, the more likely they're going to have trust in you to go forward in a project.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the customer experience a little bit more and the sales process, because in 2018, which feels like a lifetime ago now at this point, you discussed the ways in which the traditional sales funnel has changed as a result of the internet. So how has the virtual world that we have all been living in, you know, drastically so in the last, you know, I'd say 18 months, how has that exacerbated these changes? And how can companies from your perspective, you know, effectively adapt as the sales funnel continues to evolve?
1: Well, look, uh, you know, almost every sale in some way or another starts on the on the internet. Uh, people are going to be researching and looking for the right solution. And then they're going to go out into their networks As well as, you know, going out into your own websites, going out and again, going to events. So there's all these different vectors where opportunity can happen and you have to be Uh, At the tip of the spear of all of those, and and it can be very challenging, especially, you know, if you're a smaller organization that doesn't have the resources necessarily to be everywhere. So you've got to more effectively use all of your employees. I like to say everyone is in in revenue generation and sales uh, that's in my organization. So it really starts with, I'll call it creating a great employee experience. And then all of your employees become advocates for you. And then h- figuring out how you deploy those resources, whether that's making sure that you've got a great web presence, a great SEO, a search engine optimization, search engine marketing, that your uh, sales teams and everyone in your organization, that if they go out to an event, whether it's sponsored by your company or not, is representing your brand and who you are um, well and doing so because they love who they're working for. So. You know, honestly, for, for me, I think it's it's all of those things.
0: Yeah. And and you mentioned that the sales process doesn't end with the purchase. So I'd love for you to elaborate on that to our audience. But how can from your perspective, how can sales enablement help support revenue teams beyond that initial sale to continue to drive value with customers throughout their entire life cycle?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, the sale it, things don't end when the when the sale happens. I mean, first of all, you want to be able to stay connected, and and sometimes, and this is going to sound funny, probably, but you know, sometimes when things go wrong is actually the biggest opportunity to have your your company shine um, because it's all in how you handle when things go wrong, or or when you're in the middle of an implementation, it's how well you're servicing and treating that customer that's going to give them brand affinity uh, later on to hopefully help you grow your revenue share, because it's so much easier to sell into a current customer than it is to go out and, uh, and get a net new one. So I think it's everything from how someone answers the phone to making that customer feel really important uh, and, and not like an afterthought after the sale to being proactive and following up with the customer. You know, let's say you don't have any issues uh, with something that you've sold or implemented, but you know, if you haven't touched your customer, you're you're giving uh, someone else the opportunity to get in there and, you know, create a wedge for the future. So you want to make sure that you're always touching your, your customer and you know, telling them that you you thank them and that you want to get their feedback on how the product is working for them. If there are challenges, bringing that forward to your operational staff and product staff and such and helping to get whatever needs to be worked uh, into, you know, the next dev and design cycles. Um, that's the opportunity if you do your post-sales engagement right, and that's going to grow your customer for the long term uh, and hopefully lead to more revenue for you.
0: Absolutely. I think that's spot on. Now, just to close out on this, though, you know, change can really be intimidating for human beings in general, but maybe especially so even with, you know, sales teams, or revenue facing teams that are, you know, charged with a quota potentially every quarter. Do you have any advice on persevering through kind of new and uncomfortable things? You know, I think you said, like the feeling, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. How can sales enablement help revenue teams to embrace that kind of mantra and successfully navigate change in today's business world?
1: We've all just lived through an incredible amount of change, having gone through COVID and lockdowns and um, uncertainty around the economic and social change that's been happening in our world. So what I'd like to say to everyone is, you're probably not going to feel that level of change, <laughs> hopefully, in in your lifetime again. So anything you're going to be up against is not going to compare probably to what you've literally just gone through, at least a, a, on a, a global economic scale, uh, or at least I hope. So. That's why I say you can feel the fear and do it anyway. Most decisions that that salespeople uh, and sales enablement organizations have to make are not existential to your business. So make a decision, commit to it, and as a sales enablement organization, you know, provide the data to the sales organization to help them know what the good, safe. Bets to make are, but also support them if you see that things are not going the way that they should. Um, I'm a big fan of agility, and don't be def- afraid to say, "Hey, we're going in the wrong direction. We we need to pivot." I think that that's what what smart sales enablement leaders do to enable their revenue organizations is provide you know good insights into are you making uh, the headway that you need to and if you're not, helping revenue leaders to know where else they can go and how else you can pivot to try to find that success.
0: I I couldn't agree more. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today. I enjoyed our conversation.
1: Me too. Thanks so much for having me, Shauna.